Okay, hello guys. Today we have our third podcast and here today with me is Davidas. So how are you doing, Davidas? Hi, Dominikas. Uh, fine, fine. Thanks, Will. And how are you? Yeah, I'm fine too. Okay. So, to begin with, uh, can you tell me about something about yourself? So, how's the quarantine been to you? So, okay, my name is Davidas. I'm 21 years old and um, I'm a student of ISM University. And uh, during quarantine, actually, my days didn't change a lot because I'm still working. Uh, I'm still uh, doing sports and I'm still uh, enjoying my life. So <laughs> it didn't change a lot. Of course, uh, it's uh, we have to, to meet uh, our friends uh, a little bit less than usually. And, um, we had uh, some restrictions about moving between cities in Lithuania and then such things, you know. So there was not a lot of big changes, but you know, you have to follow uh, the restrictions, which is uh, for everyone. Understandable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and how about, are you happy that there are some restrictions are already being lifted up? Yeah, of course, it's it's a great opportunity, you know, to, to, to meet uh, some friends, uh, to, to go outside, to, to maybe to, to restaurants or to bars, to, to explore some new places. What about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there some because I'm working in this like food industry myself. So yeah. these restrictions that uh, mm, these outside cafes can already function. So it's very good for us because we're starting to build our these like pavements, you know, this from wood and these kind of like ta- uh, I don't know how uh, I don't know how to say this. Uh, well, we're just placing our, well, the government is already letting us place our, you know, chairs and tables outside our cafes. And that means more people will come in. That means bigger revenues. And that's really good for us. Okay. So, so what our listeners already want to hear the most is, can you tell us, well, broadly, if how much you can about your business? What is your business? So... My business actually is um, carrying uh, green zones, green files. Um, these files are in, in cities. Our clients are uh, the, gov- uh, the governments, like uh, governments of the cities, uh, also private companies and uh, private persons. Uh, for now, we are working uh, with uh, such companies like uh, as Norfa, uh, the you know supermarkets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So our clients are uh, Vilnius, uh, Kaunas government, also Utmergia, um, Anikshe, Yonava. Uh, also, we are working with the forests. So uh, we are doing uh, like forestry uh, services, and uh, we also doing. Uh, import and export of wood and wood uh, like wooden things sounds amazing so, 
Yeah. So talking about green files, so the main activity is uh, moving the grass in the cities and in the files which is uh, which companies have or you know such things. Uh, also we are carrying um, lines of the electricity and uh, gas. If mm -hmm. you understand what I mean, like uh, lines where uh, gas pipes are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lines. Electricity, high voltage lines. Mm -hmm. So the main idea is like this. Okay, okay, and uh, because I read something about these green zones, and at the moment they're booming. So what can you tell us about the competitiveness in this sphere? <laughs> competitiveness is really high because there are a lot of big companies who have old companies who have uh, has a lot of workers you know and a lot of uh, equipment mm -hmm. and uh, huge capitals and it's really hard to to enter to the market but uh, maybe it's easy uh, maybe we have a big plus that we are new because mm -hmm. uh, not everyone want to to choose uh, the old company where is uh, you know like uh, old uh, uh, thinking of about the things and uh, we can also we are focused to offer uh, the better quality than these old companies and uh, i see that uh, our focus focus is going well so if i asked you a question is do you consider your business right at this moment successful would you agree with me um you know what uh, you have to think what is success i think so, that success is that what you create on your own so uh, maybe yes maybe no the partly answer but uh, when you work hard and uh, when you uh, know what you have to reach so and you reach your results so i think it's a success so mm -hmm. now maybe yes it's successful but maybe if my plans will grow tomorrow so i will not be so successful and mm -hmm. i have to reach it yeah okay so like like you said you're 21 years old so you can be called a young entrepreneur uh what is the main challenges uh, you think young entrepreneurs like yourself faces at this moment? I think especially in Lithuania and uh, for, from my point of view, so uh, the main uh, thing is that uh, maybe a lot of people don't think that a young people uh, can create something uh, on his song. For example, uh, like in my way, Everyone uh, thinks that uh, maybe it's from my parents or maybe, you know, everyone says that, uh, oh, okay, it's uh, her, her, his uh, parents' company and now he mm. is uh, doing these things and he is uh, uh, writing that uh, this is his business. Mm. And uh, that uh, I think that's the main point that everyone thinks that a young person can't uh, do anything uh, on his own. Mm. So being young, is there is is do you often face this problem that, for example, if you work with clients that are way older than you, maybe even twice your age, 
is it difficult to convince them? Is it difficult to prove to them that you are equals, you know? Yeah, it's it's really hard. And uh, okay, now I'm 21 years old, but uh, when it was three years ago, when I was 18 years old. So just imagine when you came to, to the office, where a lot of workers uh, whose age, uh, maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 or 50 years old, and you came here uh, 18 years old and you say, I want to, okay, I came here to, to finalize the contract and everyone's watching and uh, they are thinking, what, what are you doing here? What about <laughs> contracts you're talking about? Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's not easy. And if talking about, for example, emotional stability, because you have workers, right? Is it easy to maintain this positive, like stable attitude during your work or is it not? With the workers, I'm trying uh, always to be equal. Uh, I don't like uh, the thing when when, uh, in the company there is a a boss and workers, no? Mm -hmm. That uh, the best results uh, you can reach when you feel uh, in the same level uh, like your workers. Of course, uh, you can't uh, feel yourself like this uh, always. You have to to balance it. But um, uh, yeah, you you have to sometimes you have to uh, to say what is bad uh, with them, what is good with them. You know, mm-hmm. and to criticize someone. Uh, maybe the the moment when when you have to criticize someone because for me actually in the first year it was very hard to criticize my workers because they are a lot elder elder than I am. So yeah, it was pretty hard. Okay. And okay, so Corona, right? (laughs) Uh, What do you think uh, caused, I think biggest or or are at this moment, biggest threats to your business during this Corona? What has changed? Um, actually, the, the, the main changes are not big. Maybe that the first that uh, we have to make contracts uh, online. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the most strangest thing because earlier, two years ago, when I, uh, three years ago when I started, so you just go to office, you talk uh, with the with the company uh, workers uh, each to each, eyes to eyes, you know. And uh, now everything is going uh, just on emails or um, the, in the best way on video conferences. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe it's the biggest change. So talking about this change, uh, what can you tell from your point of view when you work with these green zones, forests? What segments of business uh, of businesses thrived during this pandemic? You can be ex- uh, as much as exact like, for example, say the car industry, right? We can discuss that. But for example, from your point of view, what you saw, what thrived? Did your segment thrive or did something else that you are working with became very successful because something happened and something is, became more easier during pandemic? Uh, actually, for the for my work, uh, big changes, as I mentioned, there, there were. Um, maybe, you know, it, the big changes were disappeared for for companies whose 
um, selling some some things online or mm-hmm. for example uh, as we bought the techniques uh, for now all the equipment online you can just bought it online so I can say I can see it but not more okay 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 let's now discuss this young entrepreneur model with you so for example uh, what yeah this uh, okay so if you could distinguish one key trait that is necessary for an entrepreneur like as yourself right what it would be especially especially during quarantine right this one trait what is the most what should an entrepreneur strive to what he's what should he always tell his boss or something you know his workers that this thing yeah i'm good at it you mean uh, a personal the... trait for example yeah like i don't know <laughs> sense of humor or i don't know competitiveness or leadership what do you think is the most key thing for a young entrepreneur i think uh, firstly that uh, there are a lot of types of entrepreneurs you know yeah yeah one of them are very uh, looking to, to the side of uh, finances of the of his company mm. others are looking uh, like uh, maniacs of uh, their uh, job mm. uh, but I think uh, talking about uh, the relations with the workers I think that uh, you can't be a boss you know like mm. there is a lot of demotivations like you don't have to be a boss you have to be a leader mm. So you have to feel yourself, uh, like uh, I said, uh, equal uh, with the workers. So it's, it's, it's the first thing which, which I can say. Um, the second, maybe you have to motivate them. And the third, uh, you have to be with them as a friend, you know. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to help them if, if, if they need it. They have to to talk with them, not uh, not about the job. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the main things. Okay, and do you believe these, like you explained, relations and these key traits would change after pandemic, or not? When the pandemic ends, will something change? I think no. Okay. 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 Because it's the same relations. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about e-commerce right we have this course you are familiar of course with e-commerce it's like yeah everywhere right now so do you believe the growth of this e-commerce and this everything online and everything like this entrepreneurship everything will continue after the quarantine is over Mm, i don't think so i think uh, there will be a little bit of a little bit less of the e-commerce, you know, because uh, because physical shops will will be opened, mm. and uh, there will be less orders online because you still have uh, the a lot of people who prefer to to buy everything uh, physically, not online. Uh, that's I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so also, yeah, because. I think there are a lot of things that you can't uh, do or choose online and you have to, to, to touch it, to feel it, you know, to, 
to meet with it uh, physically. Okay, okay. And as a young businessman, uh, yeah. what could you recommend for entrepreneurs? What helps you find your niche or what can uh, what can entrepreneurs use this and find this uh, niche during quarantine and post after the, it's over? How could you advise them where to look to find these niche opportunities? Where to look? I think you have to look what uh, there what you what you like. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you, I, I always thought that, okay, it's a stupid phrase, but uh, maybe two, three years ago, I understood that you have to do what you what you love, what uh, what for you have passion. Of course, uh, I have a passion uh, to do things which maybe not uh, exactly things like like my job is, but. I have a patient for the winning, mm. for the winning, you know, the contest uh, with the with the government uh, between my competitors, you know, um, to winning a contract uh, with the other companies uh, between my competitors. So, but if you don't have a patient for uh, things which you do, so it's you will not be successful. Successful, mm. of course, it's uh, it depends on the person. But uh, it's my opinion. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. In your opinion, of course, one interesting question I have in mind. When considering this e-commerce and this entrepreneurship, do you think theory or practice is more important? Or is uh, it just no, both combined? Yeah, I, uh, I, heard, I heard this question really not the first time, but... Um, Actually, I think that uh, the practice is more important mm. uh, because when you learn the theory, uh, you know, you can't uh, understand the practice side of the things. But when you do it practically, you can understand also the practical side and the theory side. Mm. If I answer to your question, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point of view. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, one very important question I have is, for example, uh, what what do you think young entrepreneurs during quarantine that already started their business before everything, you know, fell? <laughs> uh, what were the main key problems they had to tackle to build their own businesses? And how do you think that changed during the pandemic? What were you the mean, biggest obstacles for entrepreneurs before quarantine? You mean uh, before and during quarantine? Yeah. Or yeah. What were the biggest obstacles uh, before the quarantine, right? And then what are the biggest uh, obstacles right now during? I think it depends on the on the things you you do. Maybe mm-hmm. for the e-commerce business, uh, you have to, you. I need uh, one problems and uh, for other business others, mm. but uh, maybe it's uh, not uh, okay. Let me formulate it. Um, mm. Take your time. Maybe l- the lack of motivation uh, when mm. the things uh, going uh, uh, not very well. I think it's, it's uh, the biggest problem 
uh, when uh, the young entrepreneurs, because I have few friends uh, which um, started their own business. Uh, it was before quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they started their business. It started uh, pretty well. And you know, but things not every time goes uh, uh, such uh, in such good way as as you wish. And uh, the lack of motivation to, to solve the problems, to try to, to, to change something, it's the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Or also, you know, as uh, uh, we uh, say it in Lithuanian, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how to say it in English, but uh, it's when you uh, do things, everything uh, going, everything's uh, goes very well, and you just forget, uh, you know, to. I don't know how to say. Maybe you know how it's said in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means that when you already succeeded and you stop trying because yeah, you yeah. you are successful at this key moment, but you are not thinking about the future. Yeah, of course. So I see this thing with my English for because, for example, when we stopped, uh, when I stopped uh, my studies uh, for a half of year, I see that my English is going a little bit uh, worse, you know. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> we still understand you. Yeah. Okay, Davidus. Um, yes. I also I have my I have stopped my studies for for a half of year because I can't. Uh, you know, match the to do all works during uh, the session of the exams. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. was the decision the correct one? Do you think? Oh yeah, I think it was uh, the correct one because uh, we have a few new big offers from from few companies mm-hmm. this year, and uh, the and our. Um, as you know, my work is a little bit uh, uh, consists uh, also of sessions of work, you know, and the session of work is uh, equal uh, in the same time uh, as uh, exam session. Mm. So, yeah, I, I stopped my studies for a half of the year. It's uh, uh, like uh, called in English, uh, Academic, academic holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a great decision because I can uh, do my job for now. And uh, I, after half of the year, I will uh, continue my studies without problems. Yeah, of course, of course, man. Uh, I think so, I'll, I think I'll list, The train yeah. is not waiting for the, because the train is not waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we have the same okay i believe our listeners i think they heard and i think they can take something from what you said really thank you david as for uh attending here with me joining me to this podcast and this episode for invitation no problem no problem and okay have a good day thank you thank you thank you have a nice evening you too